Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Garrett Vilvin, and we are at Howitt in Oklahoma for the SCCA race weekend. Uh, was wandering the paddock and ran into you and, and uh, <laughs> thought it would be a good idea to kind of learn a little bit more about your story. Yes, so um, you're here with a, a whole team? Uh, yes, sir. So the guy you could say that owns the team is Moses Smith. It's called Moses Smith Racing. He owns, he raced in like the Star Formula series. Uh, which is where my former Mazda came from. It's like that's how it originated. So he raced there like throughout his whole life. Raced NASCAR for a little bit. And now he owns a shop down in Crescent, Texas, which is just south of Fort Worth. And pretty much every like former Mazda you see, he probably knows like who owns it, or, like how it works. So he's kind of like the mastermind behind that. And I got linked up with him through a buddy who raced with him for a while, but now it's up with IndyCar stuff. Okay. And I've been with him for 18 months, a year now. Now, and so he, you you and they, he's in, in Crescent? Where are you located at? Uh, yes, my car is stored in Crescent, and he's based in Crescent. Okay. Crescent Motorsports Ranch. Got it. That was the first place I took my car on a track anywhere. Oh, really? Was Crescent, yeah. The 1.7? The largest one, whichever one that three, is. Yeah, I get Yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, so... Uh, and, and you live in that area as well? I live in Allen, Texas. Yeah. It's just north of Dallas. Oh, yeah. So I've lived in Dallas for a while. Got so, it. Um, well, tell me a little bit about the car that you're driving. It is a former Mazda. It is a rotary engine from like an RX-7. And it's a manual gearbox. But I think it's, they call it a mad dog gearbox, where you don't need to clutch after first gear. Oh, really? So once you get into first gear... And you go down straight away, and you just shift. You just left the throttle, and you can shift to second, left the throttle, third. So, yeah. Okay. And then downshifting's the same. You can just brake and start downshifting, but you whip the throttle. Interesting. So, okay. Yes, sir. Now, with with the way the... Pe- well, so, there there is a clutch. There is, but it's but just you, very inactive. You just don't ever engage it until you just start the car. Yeah. And then, when you're doing that, then... Um, you don't have to heel toe then, do you? No, sir. Yeah. I don't think there's room in that area to heel toe, unfortunately, but you do not have to heel toe. The car still stalls out, so whenever it stalls out, you'd have to use a clutch. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing this season. Where are you traveling? How many races you're going to have? That kind of stuff. So, as a full-time college student as well, cool. it's a little harder to get everywhere, like, harder to like, go across the country and race. So, we're tra- trying to do, like, all the Texas, Oklahoma like nearby races, like trying to check all those off. So I raced, I think, I did a couple of club races earlier this year, later last year at Crescent. Then I raced at Coda, was my most recent race. Okay, cool. And that was my first time ever racing somewhere not named Crescent. <laughs> so that, okay. that was a fun experience. I felt like that helped me a lot, just to learn how to be even more comfortable with the car, yeah. like how to learn a new track. So then, had two months off, not planned, just college just kind of got in the way. 
and now I'm here, and this has been a fun track. I've enjoyed this track a lot. Yeah, everyone has good things to say about it. You're, you're always transitioning from one thing to another. You're never just in a straight forever. Yeah. Um, so it, what do you think about passing here? Is it easy? Is it hard? For me, it's hard because I like just outbreaking people. So I like heartbreaking zones. Like, all right, let's go. Like, I'm going to outbreak you. So that's taken some getting used to. Like not being able to just do that, so I like that because it's got me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But it annoys me whenever I'm stuck behind slow traffic <laughs> and I can't just do my move. Yeah. So. Well, where else are you going to go to Eagles Canyon this year? I think it's on my finals week. Okay. So, oh no. Unfortunately, yeah, probably, not. probably not. I don't think my dad will allow that one. Yeah. So then we're kind of looking for over the summer what all there is. Okay. And what and, makes sense budget-wise. Yeah, and I haven't even raced in the summer before. Uh, Labor Day and Memorial Day were the closest I've ever gotten to summer racing. Uh-huh. It is so hot, you know. And it's not Houston. Houston to run more in the summer. Like, my buddy ran, like, back-to-back weekends in Houston, like, two years ago. <clears throat> so, I'm hoping they get back up and running so I can go there. So when did you officially like begin racing? What was your first race? So I'll give you my whole backstory. On yeah, how I yeah, got yeah. Into this. Let's do so, it. So COVID hit, right? And then Drive to Survive, I guess season two came out. This is everyone's story, I feel like now. Um, and my dad was like, Gary, you should like watch this documentary about Formula One. And I was like, no, that's stupid. Like, that's not a sport. Like, they just go around in circles because I didn't know anything. I was ignorant. And then he finally like, means COVID, so nothing was really happening. He made me sit down. And the first guy you see in that show is, like, Daniel Ricardo. He's wearing, like, a big Texas cap. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. He probably, like, cussed the first five seconds knowing him. And so I got hooked into that. Probably watched the first two seasons within, like, three days. Um, I was lucky the season was delayed, so I watched all that season. And then one of my best friends knew the guy that was racing with Moses before. Like, they kind of each other growing up. It's like, oh yeah, he races this. It's like, huh, no clue what it was. Like, no one knows what Formula Mazda is. And turns out he lived like down the street from me. And I found him on Instagram, DM'd him. I was like, hey, can I come see your car? He's like, yeah, sure. And then showed me the car. I was like, oh, this is cool. Showed my dad some clips. My dad's like, oh, that's cool. And stayed in contact with him for a while. And then got in contact with Moses. Went out to the shop. He talked to us some more about like potential routes to get into racing. And September of 2021, I got my car. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And then pretty much for a year, I just practiced. Just would go out to Crescent as often as I could. And would pound naps and getting used to the car, learning how to drive it. Because I went to race school. Sorry, I'm going out of order now. That's okay. I feel so bad. <laughs> um, I went to race school August 2021, I think. Yeah, I'll say that. Good yeah. enough. And first time ever on a track. Because I didn't go car as a kid. Didn't do anything. So I was in a spec Miata. Barely knew how to drive manual transmission. And I was like, what on earth am I doing? <laughs> so that was a fun experience. <laughs> First time ever on track was that, and, and yeah. Was that at Crescent? That was at MSR Houston. So that's where I got my comp license at as well. Heck, that's where a lot of people get their comp license yeah. at. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty affordable, and they can it's get it good, down to three days. Yeah. And, so, um, cool program. Interesting. So it, was a, it wasn't your car, it was one of their cars? It's a, yes, Red yeah. Spec Miata, but it's still out there somewhere. <laughs> yep. 
So, um, and then was that before you had gotten your car? Uh, yes, sir. It was about a month before. Okay. So I remember my dad going real silent about the whole buying an FM for that month. I was like, huh, I wonder what's happening. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah. That's funny. So, yes, sir. Well, so for other people that want to get into this and they want to get into the class that you're in. Yes, sir. What, what's the price range? Like, what's realistic? Do you know the cost for getting a car like that? Uh, our cars, if you want, like a former Mazda, like what's racing here today in the FX class, would be about eighteen thousand to twenty thousand dollars for just the car. Like that's not maintenance or anything. That's sure. just for buying costs. Yep. Yep. And then of course, people should know like maintenance of the car is gonna run you up even more than like just buying the car. Like that's a lot more money. It's more than the eighteen, probably. Yeah, it's way more. Like, yeah. We've spent a lot of money over the past 18 months on maintenance because like, if you run the car enough, it's going to eventually break down. Like I've blown my muffler twice. Okay. I mean, that's kind of unfortunate, but like, it's just something that happens. Is that the, is that the worst thing that you've had happen to the car? Uh, in terms of like on track, yes, but we've replaced like my brakes just because of maintenance. Sure. Not because they've gone out or yeah. anything. Yeah. I'll say, yeah, my blown muffler. Okay. It's not even that bad, but that's probably the worst thing that's happened to me, like, on track. So you you didn't even have any DEs, the driver education things, other than getting your comp license. That's, yeah. My driver education was Moses Smith and Brock Evans, who I think you're about to interview after me. And I feel bad for Moses, because for the first three months he was coaching me, he kind of forgot I didn't have any karting experience. That's what he's used to, someone that's like coming up from cards into like race cars. So it's kind of teaching me like how you teach carters. Carters, but he's like, oh wait, this kid knows nothing. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And I feel bad for Moses, because for the first three months he was coaching me, he kind of forgot I didn't have any karting experience. That's what he's used to, someone that's like coming up from cards into like race cars. So it's kind of teaching me like how you teach carters. Carters, but he's like, oh wait, this kid knows nothing. So he kind of reset. And then beginning of 2022, I really like started kicking into gear and getting lap time. And now Moses Smith is focused on building the new, he was like the new generation of the former Mazda. It's mm -hmm. called the FMZR. There's two of them here today. Okay. Uh, so he's kind of focused on building that, and I think he's sold 25 so far. Okay. And then, yeah, so he's focused on building that now. And now, Brock Evans, I would say, is like my main coach now. Okay. Well, um, so now that those new cars are coming out, is that something you're thinking about? Yes, sir. As soon as he can, because with all the supply chain issues right now in the world, yeah. as soon as he can get the cars like being produced quick enough, I think we'll look into that. But I think for right now, I'll just kind of focus on getting as good as I can in this car. 
and then we'll see what meets next. Cool. So which, what's been the most memorable race for you? For me, it's got to be Circuit of the Americas this past February. Because I remember I've watched like a lot of races on there on the TV. I remember rolling out pit lane. It's like, I should not be here right now. Like, <laughs> what am I doing here? I remember that first like 25 minute session. I didn't really like get any good practice and I was just kind of starstruck. <laughs> and then that weekend, I don't want to say it was special because I wasn't the fastest guy out there, but it was just fun. Like, learning that track, learning how to go faster, like through the S's, like the back straight, going down to like turn 15, that whole complex was super fun. And just getting to, cause there's like 70 cars in our class. Oh wow. That were out there. So like, and I was like, the former monster would be like the slowest car uh-huh. in that class. Mm-hmm. And so just learning how to navigate through people, it was just a lot of fun. That's awesome. And I didn't wreck into the wall or anything. So that's, that's really I will good. take it. That's, yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of that, have you had any really close calls or maybe any incidences? I close call in Austin, Turkey Americas, a car, quicker car, overtaking me. And he didn't know he was not all the way in front of me yet. Oh. So he started coming back across like, uh-oh, my weekend's over. <clears throat> it was Friday like afternoon. Like, oh, this is the end of my weekend. Uh, and then... Did he get you? No, he it barely. It was close. I like, tapped on my brake and we were all good. Okay. And then yesterday, it was like last lap of practice. And it was a yellow Formula Mazda, a blue Formula Mazda, then me. And we were all kind of like packed together. And the yellow one broke really early for some reason. I wasn't fully expecting that. So I kind of like pulled onto the inside of the curb. And the blue one didn't quite see me. So he turned in and like barely nipped my front wing. So I bought a new front wing yesterday, but that's a very affordable fix. Good. A very okay fix to Good. have. <laughs> a lot better than anything else. Yeah. Hey, you guys, you get, it's all open wheel, right? Yes, so you don't, you don't want to be touching wheels, that's we, for sure. We do not. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you seen any crazy stuff happen in the races? Maybe not to you, but some of the things that you've been? Yes, sir. Um, Coda, I didn't see this incident, but I was probably about five seconds behind it from happening. Uh, a guy went to the wall. I'm not totally sure how it happened because I haven't seen the film. I think he was fighting someone, gone to the curb, and it upset the car, the balance of the car, and he just went like 60 miles per hour into the wall. So that was one. And then what I did see, I was fighting one car down the back straight, and the two guys ahead of us were fighting, going to turn 15, mm-hmm. the turn off the back straight at Kilda, and they like started running wide, and they just pump wheels, and it just go off. Oh, my god! I was like, oh, okay. Well, you just made two positions. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, sir. <laughs> cool. That's probably the craziest thing I've seen. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so what would you suggest to people? Everyone has a different story on how they got started. Yes, sir. And you probably learned a few things along the way. You've, you've discovered how other people have started. Yes, sir. How would you suggest somebody starting who's just never been into motorsports and they don't even know if they want to do it the first thing i'd put into their head is you're not going to be fast right away mm. there are there's some people like out there that can get into a car and they'll be quick within like a couple months but like it was a grind for me like i wasn't fast right away it took some time and patience but i think are you asking like, how like how yeah, to find a car like, what, yeah i mean would they 
go to driver's education? Should they go straight to school? Should they? I mean, some people were yes. like, yeah, just build a car. I think something. Ah, I, I don't regret anything I've chosen to do in racing, but yeah. find like a local karting league and do that. Like do a season of that and see like what you can learn from there. Because I think that's something I really missed out on was karting. Because that teaches you racecraft. That teaches you car control. So do that and then take your poison within your price range of which car you would want to hop into next. Don't don't hop in like an uh, insane GT car. Like Find something within your price range that you think you can handle and go to racing school, get your comp license, learn as much as you can there, and then hop in the car and start learning and just be patient because the lap times will come. What was the hardest thing what was the aha mo moment for you? What, what was the one thing that probably dropped your speed, dropped your time more than anything else? Getting trust the car. Yeah. Like, no, like the car can do what, like, you see, like, better lap times than yourself. Like, so you just have to trust the car and know, like, it can go through this turn at this speed. So, and that took me a while. It took me, like, three, four months to, like, fully trust my car and know, like, it's going to go through this corner and not spin or, like, I won't wreck yeah. with this corner, like, flat out. So just build trust in your car, and then your lap times will start dropping. Cool. What do you study in school? I am entrepreneurship major. Right oh now. man, that's awesome. So yes, I love to hear that. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I love to hear that. And what, I, what school? Uh, Oklahoma State. Okay. So I'm only thirty minutes away from here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm thinking about moving my car out here next semester so I can get some more laps in more frequently. Cool. Keep improving my craft. I grew up. Just outside of Tulsa, so I'm real familiar with this area. A lot of Tulsa guys yeah. in Oklahoma State. <laughs> That's cool. Well, what are your plans, I don't know, two, three, four years from now? What do you want to be doing? I want to work in motorsports. I kind of have, like, I'm pretty, like, conscious of mine. Like, I just started, like, a year ago, so I probably won't ever become a pro driver. But I think having this experience will help me because I want to, like, work in motorsports. So, of course, the dream is, like, working with NF1 somewhere, like, on one of the teams. So my plan three, four years from now, I guess, would be graduate college and find a master's program that I think would best help me get working with an F1 or IndyCar. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like the, I like the entrepreneurial stuff, too. Yes, so. sir. Well, man, I man, I thank you for no your problem. time. I no really problem. appreciate chatting with you and learning a little bit more about you. <laughs> um, hopefully, I'll see you out at a lot of the other tracks and yes, things sir. like that, some of the events. Um, I plan on going to more of the SCCA rent, uh, events, but sure. um, I know you've got, you got college to worry about, too. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go kick some ass.